Hello, this is Mark Richter with another episode of Linux for the Layman. Want to feel safe, secure, and capable when using your computer? This is for you if you want to succeed and know you can handle your computer tasks with ease. Today I'd like to talk about why I like the keyboard so much. I know that with the graphics user interface, mice are very popular these days, and they have been for a very long time. And I'll grant, I like the mouse too. It does things that are tricky, if not extremely difficult to do any other way. But I have a confession to make. I'm not as young as I used to be, and my fingers aren't quite as steady. And I have had some situations come up where I was trying to move the mouse and I accidentally clicked on something and that was not what I meant to do. Now, I don't believe that I ever dangerously clicked on anything like making a purchase by mistake, but that is entirely possible. If my finger slips, that can happen. Now, that's not exclusive to mice. I've had issues with the keyboard where I accidentally typed a key more than once or one too many times, sometimes multiple too many times. And that can cause problems if you're purchasing stuff too. No, that's not why I love the keyboard as much as I do. First of all, I've been using the keyboard long enough that I'm fairly comfortable with its use. And secondly, I have a first-class keyboard that I absolutely love that has the media controls on it and a bunch of extra function buttons and the regular function buttons and the number pad on the side and the directional controls between the number pad and the main keyboard. It's a great keyboard. It's a nice heavy keyboard with good action, not too loud, not so quiet that I can't tell I'm typing. But I just like the feel of the keyboard. It feels good. As I said, I've been using the keyboard for a very long time, and one of the things I've found with the keyboard is that, for me at least, and this may be true for you, if you haven't tried it, give it a shot and see what happens. For me, one of the first things I tend to do when I get a keyboard, or perhaps I should say when I use the keyboard, is I will start up an app, and if it's an unfamiliar app, one of the first things I'm going to do is look around to find out what keyboard shortcuts there are. Because there are a lot of things that are really convenient to do with the keyboard when I don't want to move the mouse. Or when I don't want to look for the mouse because sometimes that mouse cursor can be pretty hard to spot and I don't feel like looking for it. If I want to do a spell check, I'd rather just strike a key like the F7 function key, which in Word, for example, means run the spell check also means the same thing in LibreOffice. And since I use Linux, LibreOffice is my office software of choice. I have a lot of functions set up on the keyboard so that I can do things very easily. For example, if I want to start up the calculator with a mouse, I have to go to the menu button, click on it, bring up, go to accessories and find calculator and then click on that. If I'm lucky, it's on my most recently used applications menu, and so it'll be right there. But if I want to start up the 
calculator really quickly, which I occasionally do when I'm in the middle of something else and I don't want to move the mouse, I have a keyboard shortcut set up that I can use instead to start up the calculator, regardless of where I am. Meaning it doesn't matter what window is active at the time, I can just pop up the calculator, use it, and then exit it without ever touching the mouse. If I want to switch applications and move from whatever application I'm running to another one, on the graphics interface you can do that by looking for the icon in their panel that will take you to your the application you want. But again, for me that means finding the mouse, moving it across the screen, clicking on the app icon to bring it up. With the keyboard, it's a few clicks. Alt-Tab once or twice or however many times to switch between all the apps to get to the one I want, and I don't have to touch the mouse. And for me, I consider that to be a benefit. Another very simple advantage I find with the keyboard is if I want to terminate an application, I either have to click on File on the menu and then Quit, or click the red X in the upper right-hand corner. With the keyboard, Alt-F4 will do it almost every time. To me, using keyboard shortcuts is a very handy way of getting things done quickly without having to locate the mouse, move the mouse cursor, and go through however many menus I need to go through to find the action I desire and activate it. Now for some people, it's the visual cues that make all the difference for them. If you are a highly visual person, you may not want to have to look around the keyboard to find out where the keys are, especially if you're not familiar with it. You may want to reach over, grab the mouse, and use the mouse cursor to do what you want. And that's absolutely fine. If it works best for you, great, do that. What works best for me is using the keyboard. Now there are some other things where having the keyboard to do these functions is very cool. For example, the volume control on my media keys. If I want to turn my music up or down, I just use the volume control. I don't have to click on the speaker icon and change the volume, and then I've lost where I had the mouse to begin with. Sometimes that's not important. If I'm in the middle of a graphics program, that could be seriously important, because where the mouse is is very crucial to getting my drawing right if I'm doing graphics. Personally, I don't do graphics that much, but I can understand the use and the need. Now, I've spent a lot of time talking about what I like best, or some of the things I like best about the keyboard. Let's talk about some of the good things about the mouse. The mouse allows me to do things relatively easily that can be quite a bit trickier with the keyboard. For example, if I want to copy a piece of text out of a terminal window so that I can put it in an editor, that, as far as I know, can be rather difficult without the mouse. With the mouse I can simply scroll the terminal back through its display history to the point where I want to capture the output and I can capture or select all the output that I want to copy into the buffer, the clipboard, if you will, and then insert it into some other form of text manipulation, like an email, for example. If I want to capture the output from the standard error 
on a command to report it as part of a bug, the mouse is definitely the way to go. It's much more convenient to do it that way. I'm not even sure if it's possible to do that with the keyboard only. Another thing that can be more easily done with the mouse is after I have selected the text I want to copy, I have discovered that if I type Control c on the keyboard, which means copy it to the clipboard, it doesn't always take. Sometimes when I paste that copy, what comes out is what I copied out to the clipboard half an hour ago using either the mouse or the keyboard at some point, but it was a different thing that was in the clipboard. And since I can't see it till I restore it or insert it, it came back wrong. And I have to go back and do it again. With the mouse, if I select something, then I right-click it and tell it to copy it, that takes effect immediately, and I've never seen that fail. So there's one place where using the mouse can be simpler. Another thing using the mouse can be simpler to do is if there are certain points in a set of information that's on the screen that I want to capture that don't have exact word or line boundaries, but I want to collect from the beginning of this sentence here to the end of this sentence here, and it's all within one paragraph. That can be easier to do with the mouse as well. The mouse is a very useful implement because I can go anywhere on the screen and use it on anything on the screen. And sometimes that's just the easiest way to go, even for an old keyboard hack like me. Another thing to note is that when I set up keyboard shortcuts to do certain things, typically I don't want those shortcuts to compromise an existing shortcut, whether it's an existing app shortcut or a system shortcut or window manager shortcut, whatever. They have a set of shortcuts predefined that means something to that application or that means something like that to the system. And if I use the same keyboard shortcut for something else, I may or may not get warned that it's the same because there are different keyboard shortcut managers. There's one for the desktop, there's one for Windows in general, and there's one for the apps, and those can all be different and multiply specified elsewhere. So if I want to avoid that, I need to pick some fairly complicated desktop shortcuts. For example, the one for the calculator. I use Control-Shift-Alt-C. Now that's a four keystroke shortcut. To me, typing Control-Shift-Alt-C or Control-Alt-Shift-C, it doesn't matter what order you hold the keys in, is much simpler and clicking on the menu, clicking on accessories, and clicking on calculator. That's three separate mouse clicks and I have to navigate between them to make sure I get the right place. On the other hand, as I mentioned earlier in the first part of this podcast, sometimes my fingers slip. Earlier today, I was going to rename a file in the file manager and I used the mouse to select the rename function and for some reason probably my jittery fingers the mouse slipped to move to trash and I had to go through a little bit of grief to recover that file from the trash and get it back to where I wanted and it didn't do it in a way that was visually obvious to me but even so that is the same way I've done the same thing many times 
typically that happens when I've saved the chat from Zoom and I want to rename it because I don't like the name that Zoom comes up with for its chat files. So I always rename them and then I move them to another directory because that's the way I operate. And today my fingers slipped and I clicked the mouse just after the mouse slipped from rename to move to trash, which is right next to it. Can't say that I really approve of that, and I imagine you might not. Having those kinds of options right next to each other strikes me as questionable design, but we work with what we work with. Bottom line is use what you're most comfortable with. If you know the keyboard really well and you find that you don't want to move your mouse at times and you want to do something else, having keyboard shortcuts can be a great thing and using them can be even a lot of fun. If you're much more comfortable with a mouse, then maybe the keyboard shortcuts aren't for you. You have both options on Linux systems and you can define your keyboard shortcuts any way you want. That's it for today's show. I hope you found this educational, possibly entertaining. If you enjoyed this, feel free to talk about it to your friends, pass it on. Feel free to contribute if you'd like. The more that I get from these, the more I can spend more time with this. I have a confession to make. I've been planning to do this second half of this podcast practically all week, and I haven't had the time to do it, and frankly, I haven't motivated myself. But your donations would certainly help with my motivation, and I appreciate you being here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show, and look forward to having you come back again. Bye for now.